These are the guys behind the glass. What is Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Oh, yeah. That's tight. I really like that. Would you call that pop? It's pop. Pop, right? Pop. Thank pop. Whose who's choice was that? Was that KD? KD, man, you're a good guy. That's that's our EP right there, Kevin Josh. Yeah, sure. Oh, I got a limp dick over here. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Guys Behind the Glass. My name is Luke Legrano. My name is Justin Ellick. Mike Didino here. Mike, you're back. We missed you. I'm back, yeah. Did you guys miss me? A I'm lot, happy actually. you waited for me this well, week yeah, as we, well. Well, yeah, we almost missed you this week, too. You like to come in, uh, take your sweet time. It's all right. You think you're better than us, but that's fine. <laughs> Go home to mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Why don't you go home to mommy? Yeah, come on. All right, well, let's jump into it. Might as well. Might as well. No big NFL news this week. No, not really. Not a ton of NBA news as well. Nope. NBA is just in in that mode right now when you're just kind of waiting for the playoffs to start. Yeah, that's right. Knicks have been mathematically eliminated. About a week away, right? And not much news in hockey, right? We're also just, as Ranger fans, we're just waiting for the playoffs to start at this point. Yeah, we still have about 15 games left, so a little bit of time. But... But we're going to make it, obviously. We will, but that leaves one sport left. The return of the MLB this time next week, gentlemen. Yeah. We'll wow, is it we'll, next week? One April week from 7th. today? That's I will unbelievable. Be I'll be there at Yankee Stadium. Will you? Are you going? I'm going. What so, time's the game? Um, one or seven? One. One. And you sit in the bleachers? No, I'm actually going uh, Pinstripe Pass, which is like the general admission standing area in center field by the bar. Oh, yes, there yes, center field. yes. No, Justin Ellick's by the bar. Who would have guessed? Hey, now, you know, I mean, listen, uh, you got you to gotta be properly um, properly watered in terms of wetting your beak for opening day, if just, I had in, to just in case anything team. goes awry. I had to watch this Yankees team. I'd probably be a little drunk, too. Not Why? Lie. Why? Uh, you know, they took a bit of a dip. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say they took a bit of a dip. I would say they, listen, I would say they, haven't, they haven't really improved. Well, speaking of dips, the Mets season is officially over on April 1st. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jacob deGrom was scratched from his start today on the Grapefruit League. Today's Friday, and he will undergo an MRI. He's already having tightness in his right shoulder. He had tightness when he was playing catch yesterday. So DeGrom's toast, and the season's over. Are you actually going to rule out the Mets this year? The season is over. Mike, it's it's. Spring training. It's over. It's spring. This happens every year. Yeah, sure, but it's spring training. If DeGrom's not healthy. Okay, These let's games... just say DeGrom's not healthy, and he starts a year on the DL. Is the season over? It's, it's No. It's not going to be It's not gonna be what you expected. You right? know what's funny? Because yesterday I was thinking to myself, I was like, we're going to do, do baseball on the podcast, and I was like, the Mets mathematically almost have to be a top three team in the league because if oh, you have Degrom, you are you are, you are crazy. If well, if they're healthy, right? <laughs> if you have Degrom and Scherzer you pitching forty percent, crazy. They didn't get like incre- like that. I mean, much better. Obviously, I mean, let me just stop you real quick. If you have Degrom and Scherzer pitching in forty percent of your games, you mathematically almost have to be really good because you're you're going to win. You'd have to presume seventy-five percent of those games. I would, or say, you would like to win seventy-five yeah. percent of those games, and they still have a good rotation after that. So say whatever you want. If those two are healthy, they're going to be good. What, they were what uh, seventy-seven and eighty something last year, eighty-five maybe. But so, then you bring in what the second best pitcher in baseball, and I, then you bring in another depth rotation guy. I would and then, say you you should be really happy as a Mets fan if they can if they can inverse that record. Well, their over under for wins is ninety-one and a half. Yeah. 
That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And they Thank you, Mike. They would have cleared that if DeGrom was healthy. Sure, but they're still the Mets. My God. Oh, exactly. I agree. So the you, season's over. I mean, you the season's over. You have to take that into account. Plus, if we're talking about a, a pitcher here who um, throws 100 miles an hour and you're expecting him to throw every five days, that's not very conceivable in this day and age. At some point in the season, your arm is going to uh, – you're going to have inflammation, you're going to swell up, and you're going to need some time on the DL – on the on the uh, on the bench, you're gonna have to take some starts off in order to get that arm back up to speed. So there was no universe in which Jacob Degrom was pitching every five days throughout the entire season. You guys, that, do, that was not a possibility. You guys do realize the Mets added a, a pitcher in Chris Bassett, who's been top ten in Cy Young vote, Cy Young voting was every sneaky, year for the last five years. Sneaky, really oh, good at very sneaky. And then and then on top of Starling that, Marte. Like, they completely revamped the outfield, and like Mike said, they added Max Scherzer. The only guy who's been giving DeGrom a run for his money is the Cy Young candidate in the, in the NL Bro. for the last three years. It, it, it's incredible that you think that this, right now, April 1st, in a spring training game, J- no Jacob DeGrom means that the season's over. It's not. The Mets are going to be fine. Well, it's not over. They'll still be fine. I mean, you know, I, I'm not sure if they'll, be, they'll win that division. No, I, don't, I, I honestly don't think we will. I think the Braves still have this, even though they lost Freddie Freeman. Uh, and Jorge Soler, who was their yeah, World Series MVP. Yeah, they're, they're the defending champion. I'm right. expecting the Phillies to be better this year no, as well. No, no. They added some good pieces. Now they're awful defensively, but they added Castellanos. They added Schwarber. Score 10 runs you put that in that lineup with Harper and Real Muto already, and you still have Wheeler and Nola at the top of that and rotation. Harper, Harper is raking in the spring right now. So I, I actually was talking to Justin about this before, Mike. And, and what I'm going to say about that is that I don't think this Phillies team gets any better because. The past two years, the Phillies have looked like potentially the best team in the MLB on paper, and they can barely do better than 500. Well, they've struggled last year. I mean, if you look at the team on paper, they're pretty top-heavy, right? Their bullpen's been an abomination for the last few years. And then they picked up Zach Wheeler last year, who was great, but Aaron Nola took a step in the wrong direction. Mm. Their season pretty much relies on Wheeler and Nola if they're what they should be. Phillies will be good. Obviously, the Braves, you'd have to presume they got worse, Eflin, right? They Eflin's, lost Freddie Freeman. Listen, Eflin's a good arm for the Phils. Sure. You have to think Atlanta got worse, but they're the World Series defending champs. Right, Nationals are awful. Marlins are awful. Yep. And the Mets' season is over in April. You're it's so... not that. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard for Why me. Why do we invite you to these things? It's just, it's you know, hard for me to look, at, to look at any Mets team and say, hey, that, that's a World Series team. But well, with the Grom on paper, and I've been saying this for like the last five years, on paper, on paper, on paper, they're really good on well, paper. Well, their biggest issue, obviously, and this has been well, well discussed, overly discussed, if that, the last few seasons with the Grom has been his run support, right? They haven't been able to support the guy. So if you look at his record at the end of the season, right, his ERA is below freaking two. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was looking, I was diving into the Mets roster last night, and it's amazing how much changes in 12 hours. But is there, is there lineup great? Is that lineup above average? Yes. Absolutely. Is it? Absolutely. Above average, yes. Um, but, but honestly, Justin, the, you brought up uh, DeGrom's run support. One of the biggest reasons I'm upset about the Universal DH, the Mets pitching staff was like surprisingly good at hitting. And when you look at some of the games that DeGrom does not have good run support, the one run the Mets put up, it's DeGrom. He's got the only RBI in the game. You can't have Robinson Cano hitting fifth. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about the Mets. Let's talk about the Yankees now. All right. Yankees playing the best division in baseball. I would I would say that's fair, yep. correct? Yeah. Yeah. The by, Yankees uh, by far. Yeah. The Yankees I don't think they got better from last year. Did they get worse? I don't I, I, I 
Take well, it from let's take it from a Yankee because Yankee fans seem to be upset with the offseason. Well, I mean, you have to be a, a li- at least a little bit upset here. I, I do think they did get a little bit better, right? You you re-signed Rizzo. Now you have a guy who in Rizzo who's going to play first base for you for the next two to three. He only years. drove in like sixty-eight runs last year. How okay, is that but, possible? But that's coming from he came from the Cubbies, coming over to New York. It mm-hmm. takes a little bit of a time to adjust. Maybe in a first full season in the Bronx, especially he, he really in New comes York. into his, yeah, he really comes into his element. No shift with Joey Gallo. That's going to really significantly improve his numbers. And then you got Josh Donaldson at third base, which is up, which is an improvement, I believe. Definitely at the dish. No Def- definitely at the dish from Gio Urshela. And, uh, and, and probably equivalent to Gio in the field. I mean, Gio's probably a little bit better uh, defensively. But, you know, I mean, Josh Donaldson is an improvement at, in, in that left uh, Can left I just say quickly, I love what the Twins did. They dumped Donaldson's $25 million salary and then pretty much turned it into Correa. That was a... Beautiful move by them. Well, and then they got, uh, yeah, but you pick up Gary Sanchez, which is man from the Yankees. You pick up Gio Urshela as well, going to Minnesota from the Yankees. Um, but in terms of, yeah, I mean, listen, honestly, as a Yankees fan, you expected them to go out and do much more. You expected them to go out and get a guy like Bassett, get a guy like Scherzer. Or get a guy like Correa, or get a guy like Story. And but you, you didn't saw need guys a guy, like you, Ball- didn't, you didn't need a guy like Correa. You have a lot, you have a lot of young talent. Who's that um, Anthony Volpe you have in the minor leagues, who's like, a, who's like a top five prospect in the MLB. He's coming up within the next two seasons. So you have Isaiah uh, finer Kalefa who just fills that hole yeah, for the sw- time sw- being. Swap that. Isaiah Kalefa finer <laughs> Kiner Kalefa. That's what I said. You said finer Kalefa. Oh, I just did the first yeah. letter thing. Yeah, see, it's hard. That's really funny. So, quick question for you, Justin, because I asked all my Yankee <laughs> fan friends this question. What would you have done if you were Cashman? What would I have done if so I was everybody Cashman? walks around, oh, the Yankee terrible yeah, yeah, well, no, I mean, well, What would you, what would you have behavior. done? It's very difficult to um, to answer that question because in in this hypothetical universe, you're not you probably won't be faced with a three-month-long lockout in which you come out of it and you have about three weeks, four weeks before the season starts and you have to go and uh, and negotiate with these guys and, and get them into the Bronx within uh, within a month, which is not easy to do, especially when you have these guys um, getting money thrown at them from all of all different directions. But what, what I would have done, I probably would have gone out and, and get got a guy like Bassett. Got a guy like Robbie Ray. Bring in, bring in a top tier starter. Just throw money to, at to, him. To, to yeah, throw money at him. Why not right. to support it's a guy like every Yankee Cole. fan's and, idea? It, for. It's becoming See, it's becoming a trend, especially in the American League, for for a team to have two number one starters, to have two aces that kind of hold that one and two spot in that rotation down. And if you don't have that, you're behind the eight ball. So quickly, Luke, you. you honed on the Yankees, loving to spend, like, Yankees spend their money, right? I used to always rip on the Yankees, right? You buy your championships, you buy your success, but now the Mets fit that bill. The Mets right now have a higher payroll than the Yankees. So we can't talk shit anymore at that point. Yeah, we can. Also, if you have no, the money, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, you spend more money than them for the last three years? Because we haven't, we haven't been – that hasn't been our thing yet. Mike. The Mets we, better be successful this year because they have the number two payroll in the MLB. You Who will have a better record this year, the Mets or the Yankees? Probably the Yankees. Uh, I haven't pegged in terms of, uh, I think they'll both win over 90 games. Um, but I think the Yankees. You think the Yankees have a better roster than the Mets on paper? Because the Yankees rotation is awful. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I think they'll win more games. I'm not saying they have a better roster. Just for, just for, uh. I think they're just better at winning. The Mets aren't good at winning. They're not. Their culture in that clubhouse sucks. Their front office sucks. I mean, they're just not built to win the NL East. They're not built to win a World Series. This is the year we have to make that change, Mike. This is the year that that has to happen. So over, man. DeGrom's, if DeGrom's hurt, it's all 
Burn. That's not. <laughs> it is over. You're over. No, is you're it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. No, uh, no, it, it's not over. But you have to. You you have to assume. You can't be surprised that that he has uh, right arm issues this early. This is the team where I went to opening day on the first day City Field ever hosted a game, and they introduced every single person of the staff, and that includes Mike, the medical staff. No one received more booze that day than the New York Mets medical staff. That's just been what we've lived with for our entire lives. Last year, Mike, we brought this up I'm early. tired of the injury we, excuse. I'm I, tired of that, I too. I brought this up to you last time we talked baseball. The Mets brought in three guys last year to be their fifth person. It was going to be a three-way battle. Jordan Yamamoto, David Peterson, Joey Lucchese. All of them season-ending injuries. You're you talking about that. Joey Lucchese as in season-ending injury being a re- – how about this? The Mets paid Francisco Lindor $350 million. You're one of them. And now if you were to sign just, – just to show how awful that signing was, no matter how good he is or if the Mets win, if the Mets did not re-sign him and then, they need, and then he was a free agent this year, he would have gotten less money than Carlos Correa got. Who signed for what? Three years, a hundred million. Justin, I see why you don't like Mets fans. It's because no one hates the New York Mets more than Mets fans. It's a fact. No one. I no, mean, Justin. No one roots for how their, bad player, was that signing? No one roots for their own players to lose. The Lindor signing. I, I at the time, I really didn't think it was bad. I'm we honestly are, a little bit jealous. We are. I think ten, are you paying ten years, three hundred million for we're anybody? One it's terrible. Year into a ten-year contract, yeah. Mike. And it's not like he complete, exactly. It's not like ten, he completely. Uh, you have nine years and three hundred million dollars left. Yeah, you know, on a guy that's a fringe top seven shortstop. Oh, you're, you know, you're, just, you're crazy, Justin. You, you just made a very crazy statement. Justin, that he's a fringe top seven shortstop. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Lindor at his best is a top four shortstop. Justin, I'm going to go He's home not today. At his best. I'm going to go home today. Maybe he will. Be. I'm going to watch The Godfather. Uh-huh. The first 20 minutes suck. Bad movie. Yeah. Bad movie. Yeah. Awful movie. Yeah. Now, did you pay three hundred and twenty-five million dollars <laughs> to, to watch, watch that, that movie? movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good point too. Did you? No. I was, no. Listen, I was. I was. I was told that it would be a great thing. It would. Be, it would work out great for me. It might uh, my still life work out would be, great. My life would be better after I watched The Godfather. First twenty minutes sucked. Don't, I don't care. It Bad might movie. still work out great. Who knows? In of, eight, in eight of years. Of course it will, Justin. It, it is twenty twenty two. I know. His contract ends in twenty thirty one. Don't yell at me. I'm not the one who made the stupid statement. That's a great point. I'm sorry. Why are you yelling? <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you. I'm sorry, Mike. That's my bad. But let's move no, on. It's we got not, we, you dope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am a dope. I'm That's sorry. Good point. We got to move on uh, to obviously the biggest, the biggest, um, the biggest uh, transaction so far in this. Yes, agency. the college basketball women's final four is tonight. Underwater basketball, will somebody, as I like will to call somebody it. Turn off his microphone, yeah. please. Kevin, you can do that, right? You're the, the yeah, show. yeah. Freddie Freeman going to the Dodgers six years, 162 million dollars. Um, yeah, I mean, if the Dodgers don't win the World Series, uh, it's a complete and epic failure. Uh, they always, you know, obviously other than the, when when's it, when did they win it? Two, two years, years ago? ago? So obviously other than two years ago, right, they've failed at every opportunity they've had in, in, in using this strategy of literally just padding their lineup with as many superstars as they can possibly find. Um, and they've always re- really, other than two years ago, have found a way to screw it up uh, and screw the pooch in that regard. This season is um, ab- above above anything that they have done in the past in terms of padding said lineup, right? I mean, you got Mookie Betts in right, Trey Turner at short, Freeman at first, Turner at third, Muncie will be your DH. Chris Taylor. Assuming you're going to have the return of Trevor Bauer, who becomes your number three? Yes. Yeah. And and, and listen, I mean, you got Cody Bellinger hitting seventh, and assuming he's not going to suck like he did last year, that's a pretty freaking good lineup. 
Well, the Dodgers are clearly the favorite. They just acquired Craig Kimbrell as well mm. for A.J. Pollock. That's a huge deal. Well, he'll close for the Dodgers, and he had a lot of success last year. I was telling you before the show, being a closer in the major leagues is not difficult. I mean, if, if you're going to say the stuff yeah. that I say is Mike, uneducated. And then, he played I mean, three years of D2 baseball. I, I, I'm just saying, if you throw hard and you have like the, the, the slightest amount of – if you have two, two good pitches as a closer and you throw above 97 miles an hour, you will get 30 saves on the season easily, without a doubt. All right. All right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what to tell you. That, that, so if that's your measurement, you're probably just saying Kimbrell's, Kimbrell's good because, yeah, he racks up saves. That's what he does. But the guy throws hard, and he has a dirty slider. Boys, we only have a couple minutes left here, so I, I, I would like to touch on March Madness. We could only four teams left. Villanova, Kansas, they'll take on each other tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the first ever battle of North Carolina in the March Madness playoffs. That's Duke and UNC. What do we got? some game, first of all. That is going to be some game. Who do I have? Well, I think both games are tough. Both games are a four-point spread. Yes. Kansas minus four Duke minus four. UNC, fun fact, coming into the tournament, they were 200 to one to win. Oh, I know. Now they have a chance to make the finals. Uh, Duke, Villanova, and Kansas were all on that fringe, like 15 to 20 to one. But regardless, I think I like, ha, man. Villanova's tough because they're obviously, I forget the guy's name. He was hurt. He got hurt at the end of the game. I'm not a huge college basketball guy. Um, He was hurt at the end of the game. And the Elite Eight, and they will miss him. So I'm going to go with Justin Kansas. Moore. Justin Moore. You just looked that up. Yeah, I did. Why didn't you? <laughs> I, I'm not the college basketball guy here. No. But based on my... Me neither, um, but I have working fingers. <laughs> based on what I'm looking at here, I like Kansas minus four. Seems like the public will be on Villanova. Yeah, I'm with Villanova. You know, it adds music to my ears and you as well. Uh, so I'm going to be on Villanova, not because I think music to my ears that the both of you guys are on Villanova. I'm on so Villanova Kansas minus four locked at. I hate Villanova, and I'm not meant to be happy. Uh, so I will be taking Villanova in that game. And when it comes to UNC Duke, uh, UNC already played spoiler to Coach K's last season once. Can I do it again? Absolutely, because Mike, let me teach you something, pal. This is not a storybook, baby. Life no. is very, very sad, and it comes at you fast. It would be disgusting if Coach K won it in his last season. Oh, no, Justin, it'd be perfect. Oh, my God. No, write I would, write I would, a would... better story than that for college basketball. It's a good thing we oh, are not writing the story. I would vomit, dude. Why would you vomit? That's disgusting. What's your beef with Coach K? I don't have any beef with Coach K, but, I mean, Sounds come like on. The guy's, the guy's done with. He, he really needs one more. Done with? I mean, come on. Give it to somebody really else. Really needs one more. Yeah, Justin. Give another talk. one to Jay Wright. Like he needs it? Yeah. That, that trash school needs it? Trash school. I hate Villanova, sorry. What's your beef of Villanova? Yeah, when I was a Syracuse guy growing up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. I was a Syracuse hater growing up. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, well, uh, all right, so you'll have a you'll have a what? A, a championship game of uh, Nova Duke? Is that what you're getting at? I got Kansas minus four. Oh, you're, that take, you're taking Kansas. Yeah, I'm taking I'm, Kansas. No, I'm, I'm taking Villanova. Nova over UNC final. Yeah. Okay, fair oh, enough. Kansas really? it is. The, yes, the eight taking down the two. Wait, All right, what? we shall see. Well, oh. if you have if you have Nova over UNC in the final, yes, right. But UNC would have to get past Duke. Oh yes, sorry, sorry. Nova's also and, two. and they're all, yeah. yeah, they're also two. So naturally, all right, we shall find out. I believe that wraps us up for the day. It sure does. Here yeah, Mets season is toast. Mike, That's what I just want to say Mike, before we go, go on. home. I know you just got here. It's go over, home. man. It's over. I've read this book way too many times. If, you're Jacob, if you're Jacob Degrom, bro, just throw some ice on it. All right, take care of your arm. <laughs> You're a world-class talent if you just 
if you just took care of the right arm, my guy. We'll leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. Take care of your right arms. We will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to another great episode of Guys Behind the Glass. I've been Luke Legrano. I've been Justin Ellick. Mike Dino. And we're uh, going to head bop our way out here. What a disgrace.